What are the five best Street Fighter games of all time? We're focusing only on the main series, but we are discerning between versions of games. Plus, Catalyst shares the two hated characters he thinks should still be in Street Fighter VI, all on this week's episode of Talkin' Block. All right, welcome back to another episode of Event Hub's Talk and Block. I am John Catalyst Gray, and with me as always is John Velociraptor Guerrero. Hello, hello. I just finished my coffee. I'm ready to talk about some Street Fighter. I am excited. Uh, I uh, Let's get into it. I'm top five best Street Fighter games ever. In no particular order, okay? I'm not going to put us to that. Um, also, this is main entry Street Fighter games, so uh, you're talking 1, 2, Alpha, 3, 4, and 5, but you can have the divisions, the versions between games, so there's like 6,000 different Street Fighter 2s. Uh, when it comes to Street Fighter 5, it could be Vanilla, Arcade Edition, Champion Edition. Um, so that's kind of the, the parameters here. And we did a video last week where we talked about the five worst Street Fighter games. Um, so you guys can please be sure to check that out and go in the comments and agree with us. But we'll jump right into it here, right after John tells you to like and subscribe the video. Please like and subscribe. It helps the channel out a ton. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much, guys. Okay, so uh, in no particular order, the uh, top five best Street Fighter game main entries of all time, Street Fighter Alpha... Two. Alpha 1, as we may or may not have learned last week, was not the best, and Alpha 3 had some pretty big issues with it, but Street Fighter Alpha 2 seemed to find that kind of magic um, of the time. There was the all of the momentum of Street Fighter 2 and all of the different versions that that was, but people were super ready for a brand new uh, you know, they were well, they wanted Street Fighter 3, and what they got was Street Fighter Alpha. Again, the first one needed a lot more refinement and as we'll see you know the vanilla versions of games tend to be you know the well the, the least sanded down the ones that need the most work and such so yeah but um when it came to refinement alpha 2 kind of got there where i think the core of it was especially fun and it was especially accessible and it was especially street fighter there were a bajillion copycats there were well, and, and other franchises mortal kombat king of fighters yada yada and you know all of the other street fighter games at the time uh, but alpha 2 felt very street fighter at its core in that you could play this fun uh neutral kind of based game a little more defensive and such but then it also gave you access to some really fun sort of new uh, super sort of stuff, you know, like uh, Street Fighter 2 introduced that at the end with supers and that was kind of cool. But then Street Fighter Alpha brought in like the isms, the custom combos, and that was um, kind of the next level and it did it really well. But John, what do you remember? You lived through the Alpha 2 yeah. days and you were playing. What do you remember from this? The, the graphic style was really impactful back then. It's, you know, we, we always talked about Street Fighter having the anime look and stuff like that, but this really put it on the map in terms of graphically and then, you know, sound wise. And then, you know, you got characters like uh, Sakura in the second game and stuff that that really jumped out and it was like you know this is where some of the most iconic characters and other stuff kind of got introduced and you know that first time you see that character is such a big deal and that's really what i remember about alpha 2 it was just such a, a great you know great game to play on you know saturn and stuff uh, that was a the great way to, to play the game and uh yeah it was a lot of fun yeah, and then, of course, it evolved into Alpha 3 eventually, but people had an issue with that. It became a little too high of a learning curve, as I understand it, so my research yielded. Um, it was it was kind of difficult to get into, and then it had some balance problems, and I'm, I'm really not tethering most of this list to balance. Balance has not been good, you know, like over the mm -hmm. years we've been learning. It's been a growing thing. Um, it's really more... 
how fun were these games to play? That's a very broad term, of course, yeah. but yeah. fun meaning it brings people back. And then the, the next part of that is, does do you then have a game that goes deep and that people can, if they want to, continue to explore motivated by how fun the game is? So Alpha 2 gets our first spot on this list. Next one up should be a surprise to no one. Street Fighter 3, second, no, I'm just kidding. It's Third Strike. Third Strike <laughs> made this list. Um, one of the most famous, especially within the Street Fighter uh, community in the genre um, not the most successful game generally speaking but third strike uh, is you know it it gave us moment 37 so there's that um, but this was a game with before i get into the the core of it all i think it had amazing visuals which is something that people talk about but they don't talk about enough the sprite work in that even though it's by no means as advanced or technological as what you might see today and what we're seeing for like say street fighter 6 the yeah, artwork um... that went into that yeah. The sprite work, actually, I believe Capcom set the world record in the Guinness World Record books for the most amount of hand-drawn uh, sprites in Third Strike, I believe, is they set the record for it back then. So. It's amazing. And it's like every little detail. You can just have a character throw a Hadouken, or you can have a character throw a Hadouken and have like the back of their geese snap out for a frame and mm -hmm. come back. And it adds that much more impact, that much more grace to one of Chun-Li's jumps, that much more of power for one of Hugo's throws as the dust you know goes out and the screen shakes and his hair does a little extra animation. Those kind of things went into a very amazing visual game when you could tell the elbow grease and the effort went into it. The love was there. The 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 audio very often like people will put the third strike music as the track to their YouTube videos. Sometimes uh, <laughs> you hear that a lot. It's it's it maybe not the best of the franchise, but it's pretty good. The third strike music, nothing to uh, to wag your finger at. Uh, but the biggest thing here was that it I think is the biggest competitive hardcore Street Fighter experience um, that we've had maybe to date. On the competitive side of things, Street Fighter 3 is kind of still the standard in a lot of ways. Um, and, and again, not very well balanced. You could laugh at That's it, especially terrible. by today's standards yeah. and such. But what it did was, uh, of course, it was based around this parry mechanic that was a huge part of it. And as I try to you know, articulate this, it was an evident display of intent and execution. This was a game where you could see people implementing their game plans and then executing upon them. Um, and and that gets, man, we still love watching our Third Strike uh, highlights and replays and such in modern competitions. It's so exciting. Again, Moment 37 was because of the way Third Strike was set up that that was even possible. And uh, this game, like, you can, it provides a well of, of, uh, training and an effort that you can put into seemingly forever and continually get back from and for those that really want to dial in and have the hardcore street fighter experience here it is um not everybody else loves it it's not very uh accessible to the general public it's but for those that really want to play street fighter and play competitive street fighter this is your game street fighter right. grandmaster edition pretty much is what third strike is yeah it's yeah. a muscle yeah. menos yeah. yeah all right so then john's favorite that that John uh, on the list, Ultra Street Fighter Four. John, why is this one of the best Street Fighters of all time? Uh, oh, you disagree heavily, huh? Yeah. Do you have I, anything I, that you could say positive about it before? Uh, before? Oh yeah. I, I mean, it, it 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 reintroduced Street Fighter. That's a big deal, you know, kind of thing. Street Fighter was dormant for a long time. Uh, ono and and company they brought back Street Fighter, which was wonderful to have. In in the vacuum the game lived in before we learned about option selects and all the high level play that that happened on high level play uh where you input a code and it does the thinking for you um before we learned about all that the game was quite a bit better uh then once you learned about all that and realized that the game plays itself not as good 
So, so <laughs> yes, and and so I got to specifically give this to Ultra Street Fighter Four, which is not vanilla. Which in, in a lot of ways, you know, the the previous versions of Street Fighter Four are responsible for the big boom of it. But yes, I will say that Ultra is the most refined version of vanilla, and in that case, like it still is somewhat tethered to the responsibility that or or the 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 boom that Street Fighter Four clearly brought with it to to not only Street Fighter, which was a kind of a dead franchise at the time, but to fighting games in general. And it and it I didn't just make fighting games popular but it, it was very popular itself it created an atmosphere where other fighting games like the, like the next mortal Kombat and the next marvel versus capcom could come in and if they did a good job and they did they could get a big piece of that pie too and further surge a, a kind of new golden age for fighting games but street fighter 4 rolled that carpet out and ultra street fighter 4 was the most refined version of that um it it uh it's i want to go back to this fun factor for all of the faults that it had, the option selects, the the goofy vortexes and such, which were very much attended to in Street uh, in Ultra, right? Like that stuff was was compared to how it used to be. That it was the least of Street Fighter Four, the the least intense version of that. Um, but at the end of the day, people wanted to play this game, and I know I've said it before. At the end of this game's life, when Street Fighter Five kind of came in, there was still a big drive to play it. Now, not strong enough to bring people back to it from Five, a la Street Fighter, uh, you know, Alpha Two, Alpha Three, or Smash Bros melee to smash bros brawl but this game it, it, without this game it, it's obviously the street fighter franchise does not exist at all today not yeah. just because well you need to have four after three and before five but because it brought things back and um so a lot of people's favorite a lot of people's not favorite but you can't deny the impact that this game had on the franchise um there you go so number four on this list street fighter five champion edition it hurts my soul, you guys, to put this on as I've sat, I sat and tried to figure out what positive things can I say about this and be honest. And my notes say, ask John. So, John, <laughs> what do you think about Street yeah. Fighter V Champion Edition? Why is it one of the best Street Fighter, Street Fighter games of all time? Yeah. Uh, don't vomit too much over there. But anyway, um, <clears throat> the, I love this game because of the freedom of expression. I, I know a lot of people say it doesn't have freedom of expression in it. And if you go to the combo system, sure. If you're, you're only expressing yourself through combos, but also play some characters that have combos besides you know bison or cami or whatever because there's a bunch of characters who do and it you didn't have freedom of expression it evolved that along the way that was oh, this is one of the things that i have yeah, yeah. street fighter 5 the developers figured out what like the surface level problems really were and they fixed those things they added nuance this game yeah. is 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 an example of growing through problems and checking a lot of boxes that didn't start as checked even if it's still not fun but john you were saying no no i mean it, it, it's it it's not for everyone. You know, that's something we, we know. But if you can get into it, if you can untap it, and again, if you like Marvel versus Capcom, that the chaos, the, the intense offense that is in that, that series has been brought into Street Fighter V. And, and I enjoy that. I do enjoy the chaotic offense and other stuff, even though I, you know, I, I complain about it. It's still something I do. Uh, I think it's as, as a fun way of playing these games. Uh, when they're too vanilla, when they're too plain, you have something like, you know, your Alpha 2s. Uh, I do enjoy Alpha 2 as well, but I, I, I prefer much more bombastic gameplay and, and that is what street fighter 5 nailed 
I think that it's Street Fighter Five in a way is opposite of of Street Fighter Three in that, uh, and it wasn't this way at, at launch. If it were, it might have been a lot more of a success story, and it had sold six point two million copies for what that's worth. Um, but I, I think that it's it, it is now a much more appealing game uh, from the window dressings. Like it's got a vast roster. It's got you, you play the game whatever type of player you are. There's a character for you, and there's an approach for you, and there's a way of playing it for you. Um, it, it's kind of figured out a lot of these. You know, side things where it launched with like no single player mode and stuff like that but in for modern standards and practices and that's like dlc models as a business and um the fact that we now live in internet culture and the way that uh information flows around you need some really established ways of approach that for your games to fit in a template for your games to fit in and street fighter 5 uh well i should say capcom through street fighter 5 figured out a lot of those things and um they're applying them now it's fine it's good whatever uh but for as long as we live in internet culture and dlc works this way i think a lot of games are going to owe the, the the a lot of what they do back to street fighter 5 and the things that it figured out so a little bit of a pioneer in that way as well and it checks a lot of surface level boxes again even if i don't feel like it's the funnest experience all right and then the fifth game and i would say this probably is number one if we were ordering them overall uh is super street fighter 2 turbo kind of the granddaddy of all fighting games. Every fighting game that came after it sort of owes a little bit of a nod or a lot of bit of a nod, depending on which one it is, to this game. Um, I think that for as ridiculously balance-wise, broken, busted, as many issues as this game clearly has, the fun factor, the enjoyment factor of being able to sit down, understand it enough, and then, and then bring that into fruition, especially in the context of playing with your buddy with somebody else yeah, right yeah. no game has has focused in and and grasped this like street fighter 2 even the modern street fighters i think are still trying to find this perfect fun factor it's that street fighter 2 had. it's the ultimate pick up and play fighting game mm -hmm. who, who can't pick up and play street fighter 2 almost from the get-go and they they it's a good way of putting it brilliantly it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so even though Vega had his wall dives, even though Sagat had his ridiculous zoning, even though there were all these little bugs and what's whatnots, people were still motivated, widely speaking, to continue to play through those things and find answers. Now, maybe that's because the culture was different at the time and people in my day, we didn't whine about it. We figured out how to DP on frame one, you know, stuff like that. But all that said, the game is still around today. It's still played fairly frequently today. Yeah. It's not at all uncommon to see a, uh, an ST side tournament uh, at whatever modern game tournament you're you're at uh, it's just it's it's the game and and also I will say this it's not the earliest Street Fighter Street Fighter one could technically take that title right if we're just saying well it was because it's old because it came first it's the template that all other fighting games owe themselves to well yeah but still, you could say that it owes itself to Street Fighter one its success its its ideas to Street Fighter one um, and and we did not have that kind of pick up and play fun with Street Fighter one so I think Street Fighter two uh, Super Turbo specifically really encapsulated that, really captured that. And they remade this game a handful of times through HD mm -hmm. Remix, through uh, uh, Ultra, and there was a couple of others like handhelds and whatnot, and never were they quite able to capture the magic broken bugs and imbalances and all as super turbo there is a special magic about this game and in a lot of ways it still is the greatest i would say fighting game ever created yeah 
Yeah, it's it's funny you mentioned the game being busted and characters being busted and stuff, uh, and the balance being bad. Actually, the balance was really, really, really good because everyone was busted. That it was such a funny way that that everyone was kind of broken in the, their own ways, and it actually led to really good balance. Uh, shocker, but that's how it worked. Yeah. All right, John, I want to talk about two of the most hated characters that need to come back for Street Fighter Six. Why the heck would I want hated characters to come back? Well, these two characters... They're special. They are special to me. They have a special meaning, and it's Yun and Yang. And yeah, I can hear everyone booing right now. I can hear it, but I will actually agree Let with Let your here. boos be heard by uh, psycho-crushing the like button yes. <laughs> and subscribing so that you'll know the next time John comes up here with a, with a less-than-satisfactory opinion, and you can yell at him in the comments. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, thumbs up for my crappy opinions on stuff. But anyway, Yun and Yang are actually considered good guys in the story, but, but they are considered villains in the community especially Yun because of just how vicious and how overpowered he has been in multiple Street Fighter games it's not just Street Fighter 4 if you remember from that it is Street Fighter 3 uh, with a guinea gin and he would hit the combos and, and the audience every time they, they, he would get a hit they go hey 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 and it, it, it maybe got a little bit annoying to some people maybe maybe other people liked it Lord, Lord knows but uh, our working theory here courtesy of Dream King is that Capcom is going to have themed DLC packs for each of the games that that, that came before so street fighter alpha street fighter 3 street fighter 4 street fighter 5 um they're gonna be you know themed dlc for street fighter 6 right and you get a handful of characters and hopefully you get to play through some single player content that harkens back to these games yun and yang they should be in the street fighter 3 pack john how does that how does this make you feel as a street fighter 4 goken player and having having to deal with yun all those years well yeah the way that the i mean you can argue that the way the characters have been designed has just been sort of poor but like at a certain point certain characters are expected to be something you know like akuma is expected to be something and, and rank at a certain level on the tier lists and i think yun maybe more so than yang but we'll say yun and yang have uh, reached that as well but it's a particularly like unsatisfactory high point on the tier list uh, i don't like them i don't i don't want to see them <laughs> yes. Um. Uh. In the problem, the why this these characters are such a problem is is usually actually their dive kicks, which can break the game. That the, the Street Fighter games are actually all known about you know controlling space, holding ground, uh, playing footsies and stuff. That is what you are known for in Street Fighter. And then here comes this dive kick right here at that angle that you just can't defend against and do much of anything about. Uh, and people are already saying, oh, you know, hey, how about the parry system and, and you know Street Fighter Six, or how about you know the drive impact, the focus attack and stuff. Well. Focus actually didn't even work all that great against dive kicks in Street Fighter 4. You could focus, and then by the time that, that Yun was do, done doing his dive kick, he would recover and just be able to blow you right out of it. And we already know that that uh, parries actually have a longer recover time. Um, and focus, I mean, didn't work before. So you need, here's the answer to this. Like, if you're going to put Yun and Yang in here, and you have to put them in this game, in my opinion, because I want dive kicks back as... as I'm going to hate this in the future. I want dive kicks. Can back I put my two weeks in, please? Yeah. You, <laughs> I, dive kicks are such an important part of Street Fighter. They are part of our legacy. You've got to bring them back and you've got to bring them back with these characters. But you also need to give every character a proper answer to dive kicks, like an anti dive kick button, a normal that like blows them up. Yeah, well, that's that's an interesting way of dealing with it. Something else that popped into my mind, maybe if that were the case, if everyone had an anti-dive kick button, then that would change the calculus. But what I was thinking here is like, you need to change dive kicks so they don't have the versatility that they've always had. But if you do that, then do you change the identity of the character? Have Yon and Yang been married to these goofy, really overpowered dive kicks and to change them too much would make them no longer Yon and Yang's dive kicks. And therefore, it's not Yon anymore, which is probably a good thing. But then people would 
wouldn't be happy with it, yada, yada. And you have your issue there. Yeah. Yeah. In a couple other things that they need to deal with as well is uh, Jan's EX Lunch Punch was like plus one on block, for example, but in, you know, um, uh, Street Fighter 4 Arcade Edition, right? And, and that would be like making Yurian's EX Shoulder Tackle plus one instead of the negative two it is right now. And, and just a move that, that moves you forward and, and randomly against, wins against people is busted. And that's a mistake they actually repeated and then fixed in Street Fighter 5 like multiple times. They're like, oh, let's make this EX move, you know, plus one and it's going to be Dude, fine. Dude, that's, what, like, it that's yeah. what it is. That's what it is. Yun is is built of moves that are naturally not good fits for the street fighter way of things and so that they like that's why there's so many issues with so many of his things is because yeah gross yeah and, and then the, the way of dealing with that is make his frame data proper but the reason again i just want to talk about this for a second is that that street fighter is a game all about controlling space it really is it is if your character is really good at controlling space from up close like for example zangief right um it, that is a, a character you want up in your face uh not don't want it up in your face if you can avoid it and someone like a dalsam is like all the way across the screen right and, and if you can stay on those spots on screen you, you are doing an amazing job and the characters who have the ability to take that space over too easily without fear and reproach are called Balrog. <laughs> so anyway, John, yeah. I, I, do you know how many names I, I, I get in trouble for saying now that I called Yun over the years when I was playing Street Fighter 4? Like, I, I just have to bleep out like half of this conversation. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I, say I, on I, YouTube. Yeah, and, and, but I still want him back. I want the villain back. I want the, those crazy characters have a place in Street Fighter, like where someone comes up and, and they, the, the cursor goes over Yun and you're immediately like, I hate that guy. I hate him. I hate him. Like that is that's Yeah, but you're thinking I hate that person for being a bad person for doing one of the things that makes you a bad person, which is picking Yun. Love you, exactly. Vicious. Hope you're watching. <laughs> um, you know, I do think, so So I hear you. I don't I don't agree. Uh, my, my, my hatred in my heart tells me that, uh, nope, just, just to disagree with this one, uh, but still hit the like button on the video. <laughs> but I uh, I think that that Capcom is is trying to give the give Street Fighter Six its Yun and Yang sprinkling through Jamie because I know that he's directly connected to them and represents them. He has a dive kick, he has like a command grab that's similar to theirs, and and sort of like kind of exists in that space that um, previously was actually Yun Yang and Fei Long are sort of interconnected as far as like you know like Hong Kong representatives and um, and like a certain kind of fight style, although they obviously differ a bit, but you know like Rekas and, and things like that. But anyways. Um, I mean, they could, I think that they're already trying to check that box with Jamie and hopefully they do that. I would much, much rather see Fei Long come back if, uh, if we're talking about those, those characters than I would the twins. Uh, but man, you need, what are they? The dragons, the white and blue dragon or something like or that? Something like twin that dragons and yeah. stupid dragons. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, maybe how about Yang and not Yun? How about Yun has to watch from the side and, uh, Yang gets, gets all the spotlight and he's not super busted. How about something like that? That's funny. You mentioned that because Yang is mostly hated because he's actually the twin to Yun. Like if you put Yun in a, uh, Yang in a vacuum, like, I don't know if people actually would have that, the vitriol that they have for Yun, but it's quite interesting that basically he's just a twin of someone everyone hates. And actually I'd love to see Capcom run with that and actually have Yun because you know this is 10-15 years later on after you know third strike I'd love to see Yun turn evil to match his reaction in the FGC and then Yang stays good so Yang kind of mentors like Jamie and stuff but maybe Yun is like this awful person or whatever you know
know who, who just dive kicks everyone on the street or something like that. <laughs> you know, something ridiculous, right? But um, yeah, it's Yun it's, can be the final non-playable boss. How about that? Yeah, there you go. So anyway, it, it, there's some fun things that they could do with this. Uh, but I am actually really looking forward to having these characters back. We do need the villains. We do need the evil characters back and to some degree. At least I think so. John is de- definitely going to beat me up after the show, but that's okay. <laughs> All right, well, I got to go beat up my boss. So, uh. <laughs> All right, y'all. That's going to wrap us up for this week of Talking Blog. I might be back with you soon, or I might be in a hospital. We'll see how it goes. So, see you then. <laughs> see you guys. <laughs>